0: everyone. Welcome back to Chestnut English. So first off, I want to apologize for not posting for over a month. I've just been really busy recently. I wish I could say I've been preparing this episode for a month, but that's a lie. Every episode, including this one, takes maybe somewhere between two to five hours, including all the recording and also coming up with the idea about what to talk about. Um, But eventually, I hope I can host some interviews so then you can actually hear some real live native English conversation. Well, without further ado, Let's hop into today's episode. So for today's episode, we are going to play a game. An interview game. Interview game it is. I will ask the interview question, and then we'll hear the candidate submission recordings. There's two or maybe three of them. And then we'll pause and talk about what was said in case you didn't understand. boku setsumei suru. And we'll see if we can give some commentary about whether or not we should hire them. いいな人かな? And by the way, you and I are hiring for Seiziria. Ja, hajimemasho. Okay, the first question is: Tell us a little bit about yourself and why you want to work for Seiziria. Let's hear the first recording. Hello, my name is Kian, and I recently moved from the UK. I studied business in Oxford with a minor in computer science. Yoroshiku, hajimemashite. Seiziria is special to me. Because when I was a child, my mother would always take me to Caesarea on my birthday. We would get the big fat juicy chicken, it's about 500 yen, and we would sing happy birthday to me with a little candle on top of the chicken. This was before my parents got divorced. Those were my happiest childhood memories. I want to recreate those childhood memories for other children like me. I want every other child in Japan to be able to go to Caesarea and order a big fat juicy chicken for their birthday. That's why I want to work for Caesarea. Arigato, gozaimashita. Yeah, okay. That was the submission of the candidate for Kian from the UK. So let's go ahead and take a look at this submission and see what we think. So first off, I uh, I really appreciate his story here. Um, I hope everyone understood the story, but we can kind of summarize it real quickly here. Uh, We have Kian from the UK. He studied business and he really likes Caesarea because when he was a child, his mother would take him to Caesarea. So if he's from the UK, then. But Caesarea is only in Japan. So uh, maybe this guy is telling a lie or maybe he lived in Japan. Uh, Anyways, he would get the big, fat, juicy chicken at 500 yen. Yeah, Koreyokしてる. Yeah,僕もおすすめする. Yeah, that thing is actually really good. I highly recommend it. And uh, he says right here, we sing happy birthday and put a little also a little candle on top of the chicken. Uh, so it's kind of like a birthday cake. Uh, and, and in at least in the States, when you have a kid and you have a birthday party, you give them a cake. You do put kind of a candle on, however old they are, you know, if they're hasai, if they're eight years old, then you put eight candles and they have to, whoo, you have to blow them all out. If you blow them all out, then your wish comes true. Uh so anyways, he's got some of that culture in here. I'm not really sure if he grew up in the UK or if he grew up in Japan. This doesn't make that much sense. But then he also starts talking about how his parents were divorced. He says right here, uh, with a little candle on top of the chicken, this was before my parents got divorced. Those were my happiest childhood memories. ne. Yeah, He's kind of telling us about how his parents were divorced and how those were his happy times. Uh, and then it seems like after that, he got after his parents got divorced, then no more Cizidia birthday and no more happy childhood memories. So zitto sad. Uh but uh yeah, uh I think it's a really good interview thing. Um maybe, maybe we can hire this guy, but uh before we go ahead and hire this guy, let's go ahead and uh, also also it looks like this guy has a pretty strong uh UK accent. Uh, you know, the Yoroshiku Hajime Mashtey. It's a pretty strong English accent, but uh, at least he can speak some keigo and it's probably okay. Anyways, let's go ahead and hear out the second interview candidate. Uh, So remember, that was Kian from UK. So let's go ahead and hear the second person and see which one's better. We got to pick one of them. Okay. Yeah, sure, man. So like, I used to work at a startup in Minnesota, but then I thought like, dude, wouldn't it be sick if I like moved to like Japan and just like learn like Japanese so then I did it. Yeah, I like picked up my life and I just moved. Yeah, just like just do it. That's my motto in life, man. But yeah, I love like talking to people and I can like speak kinda Japanese, like kinda like Mana Jozu Kedo Keko Mecha Hanaseru. Yeah. So I wanna work as Saisera and help people who like don't know what to order like they're like Nyaanderu because I like know what's good and I've been there like over like ten times but not like 30 times but yeah, that's why I want to work at area. okay, so that was a interesting submission and uh that person did not include their name here, but it looks like uh in the paper that we've got here it says their name is Christian and they're from California. Uh okay so first of all let's just make sure we all understand what was said here so it says here he used to work at a startup in Minnesota which is a state in the middle of the US uh and then he says a bunch of slang but basically he moved to Japan to learn Japanese uh so then he koshte and uh, he also says here he has a motto in life which is just do it now just do it um it's it's actually a kind of a popular meme thing, Uh, there's a famous guy named Shia LaBeouf who had this video where he just says, just do it. And then that's all he does for like maybe 40, 40, 50 minutes or something. It's on YouTube. If you look up, just do it. This is a very famous thing. Uh, But this is definitely not appropriate for a work interview. So this person, you know, he seems like a native English speaker, but he has a, some kind of slang accent. And, uh, I'm not really sure if we want that in Caesarea. Uh, and he says right here, he can kind of speak Japanese. Nanka, Mada mecha hanaseru, is what he said. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it seems like a nice guy. He says he wants to work at Caesarea and help people who don't know what to order. Cause like, I know what's good. I've been there like over, uh, he says he has been to Caesarea many times and he wants to give people some kind of osusume. but he says he hasn't been there he says he's been there over 10 times and then he also tells us more he tells us he has not been there 30 times yeah and his final word is yeah uh, which is appropriate in slang but not for formal interviews like this so yeah maybe based on the two interviews that we've heard so far I think we should take the first one. We should take Kian from the UK. Uh, I don't know if he's lying on his story about you know being having divorced parents and, and always going to Caesarea on his birthday, but even if he lied, at least he seems like he knows how to be polite, whereas this other guy, uh, I don't know about that. It seems a little dangerous. Uh, yeah, anyways, let's move on to the next interview question. So a common interview question that I have come across in my life as me, Chestnut, uh, sometimes you go in a job and they ask you, tell me about a time when you resolved a stressful situation. Yeah, resolve the stressful situation means you kind of, you went into something. Now, it doesn't have to be you went into something, but something happened and like And then after that, you somehow fixed it. And it's because you did it, okay? You don't want it to be something like, ah, no, today it was raining and I'm stressing because I was going to go on a date. Uh, but then, you know, Jesus was nice to me and then the rain stopped. That that doesn't, that's not a good one because you want to show that you did something or maybe that you, during stress, you are okay and you can perform well. Uh, so anyways, let's go ahead and hear a response here from Kian from the UK. Well, stressful situations are a sort of relative, isn't it? For me, one particular situation comes to mind. My mates and I, we were, say, about 14 years old, and we were frolicking in front of the palace playing football when the ball got kicked and broke the window of the palace and went into the palace, and everyone just bolted. They ran. But me, I'm a responsible lad. I don't run from my problems. I needed to make it right. So I went up to the palace and I rung the doorbell. And I was nervous because I knew that it was me and my mates that caused this problem. It was our fault. We can't blame anyone else. And then I just waited a whole 30 seconds. And I waited a minute. I waited two minutes. And no one answered. So I figured the right thing to do was to leave a note. So I wrote my name and the number. And I left it there in the door crack. And actually, they later on, they called me. And they told me that it was no problem and that we wouldn't have to pay for anything like that. And that was that. Tarashi hito no desu. Nee, kian san He's got quite some stories here. Uh, so, anyways, let's just go ahead and recap that and talk about what happened here. So, it says here uh, stressful situations are sort of relative. A uh, relative. Nanka And for me, uh, one particular situation comes to mind. My mates and I were about, say, 14 years old. We were frolicking in front of... Frolicking, Uh, that's... It means you're just kind of uh hanging out, I guess, in front of the palace. It says here they're frolicking in front of the palace playing football. Frolicking is... You just have these people and they're kind of... Now, you you imagine kids. It's not really adults. It's usually kids. And the kids are, dance dancing. There's some kind of dancing or some kind of playing in the grass. Maybe someone has some flowers and they're putting it on each other or something. That's the kind of image that comes up. And it says here, when the ball got kicked and broke the window of the palace and went into the palace, everyone just bolted. They ran. Yeah, bolted, is it just means run. Uh, but I'm a responsible lad. I don't run from my problems. <laughs> he says here, it, it seems like he's really well prepared for this interview because he kind of gives you these extra strong statements. He says, I don't run from my problems. Like, I fix my problems. <laughs> so he's kind of showing a good attitude. Maybe, maybe we like that essay's area. You know, if we have some kind of problem, we want the tenin-san to be able to fix it themselves. That That would be nice. Uh, so it says here, I needed to make it right, and then so he went there. And nanka, I like his hanashikata. He says, I waited a whole thirty seconds. I waited a minute. I waited two minutes. Ma, まあ, this is this is the same as saying I waited two minutes. Dewonee, if you say it in this way, if you say it's thirty seconds, waited one minute, waited two minutes, nanka, it, it gives you a better image of this person is waiting and there's suspense. He's in front of the door. He rang the doorbell. He's scared that some kibishi guy is going to come, and that guy's going to come up and, and like I don't know, 怒られる, or, or maybe even hit him or something. Or, I don't know, they're going to tsukamatte. He's going to capture him and take him inside and eat him or something. But, you know, as a you know, small kid, maybe he's kind of scared of that. But I kind of like the way he tells the story. Uh, and it says here, since no one answered, I figured the right thing to do was to leave a note. And then at the very end, he says, desu." So he is saying... You know this this story shows that I am Tarashi I am a hito. I'm a I'm a righteous person I believe in justice and it's my culture so yeah this this one is pretty good then one let's go ahead and hear one more submission uh so this submission here is from uh I think what it says here is Mr. cha Gpt uh anyways, let's go ahead and hear. Sure. I'd be happy to share an example of a time when I resolved a stressful situation. At my previous job, I was working as a project manager, and we were tasked with completing a high-priority project within a very tight deadline. One of our team members, who was responsible for a critical component of the project, suddenly had to take leave due to a personal emergency. Initially, this situation caused a lot of stress and panic among the team, as we were already working at full capacity. However, I decided to take charge and assess the situation calmly. Firstly, I spoke with the team member who had taken leave to understand the scope of their work and what had been completed so far. I then had an open and honest conversation with the rest of the team, explaining the situation and delegating tasks to the remaining members based on their strengths and expertise. I also communicated with their stakeholders, updating them on the situation and giving them realistic expectations about the project timeline. I made sure to remain transparent and proactive in my communication throughout the process. In the end, we were able to complete the project on time and to a high standard, despite the unexpected setback. This experience taught me the importance of remaining calm under pressure, communicating effectively, and delegating tasks strategically to achieve successful outcomes. Hmm. This answer is really good. Uh, it also uses a lot of difficult English. So let's go ahead and review what they're talking about here. So it says here, sure, I'd be happy to share an example of a time when I resolved a stressful situation. Uh, so he worked as a project manager. So it sounds like he's working on maybe some kind of IT thing. That's my guess. And they're completing a high priority project. Nanka, project. Within a very tight deadline. So it's almost it's almost due. It's very important that it gets finished soon and one of the team members who's responsible for a critical component. Critical, I guess, just means, again, a component of the project. Component means parts, like, daisetsu na tokoro. And then suddenly had to take leave due to a personal emergency. Uh, personal emergency, people probably know, but maybe we can expect it's something like, uh, maybe a family member got sick, or maybe uh, their kid got sick, or, uh, I don't know, in the end, In American bunka, in American culture, uh, for companies in the U.S., if you say you have a personal emergency, it's it's professional to not ask about the details. You can't say, "Oh, personal emergency, nande?" Why do you have a personal emergency? And then, "Oh, can you prove that your your dad is bioki or something like that?" No, there's none of that. you you just You just kind of have to accept it and say, "Okay, yeah, people each have their own circumstances." Anyways, it says here, this is kind of hard, Ego Ne. So this situation caused a lot of stress and panic among the team as we were already working at full capacity. Working already working at full capacity means, you know, everyone's already busy. We can't do additional work. It's a little hard. And it says here, I decided to take charge and assess the situation calmly. So basically this guy becomes a dancho and then he is going to calmly, he's not panicking. Everyone else is panicking. He's calm. So he's Hinaka. He's a He's a, like a reliable guy on the team. Anyways, uh, so it says here, firstly, I spoke with a team member who had taken leave to understand the scope of their work and what had been completed so far. <laughs> so he's he didn't say here, I spoke with a team member and asked them why they had a personal emergency. <laughs> you can't ask. Okay, even if you're curious, you can't ask. And this person is very professional here. So Mr. Cha GPT-san, he says that he talked to that person and he knows what's been done so far. So maybe that guy did half of his work and now the other half is not yet done. And then he says, I had an open and honest conversation with the rest of the team, explaining the situation and delegating tasks. So open and honest image, I guess is just like, hey everyone, I'm gonna tell you the situation. You no, know, not, he's not gonna lie about it. He's gonna say, okay, this person is gone. Uh, we don't know why we don't ask, but he's gone now. And we need to take over the rest of the situation. And then it says here, explaining the situation and delegating tasks. So delegating means like assigning homework, basically. So we have to, maybe we have a teammate and that person disappeared. We have three other people. Then we, we like divide up the work maybe three ways. And it says here, based on their strengths and expertise. So actually in that same example, if somebody leaves and we only have three other people to cover the work, uh, each person, maybe if they're toku at something else, if they have their strengths in something else and expertise in something else then we have them do that part. So maybe if somebody needs to do some web page changes and only one of those three people has experience with web changes, with website like development stuff, then we give it to them. As uh, so also says here, I also communicated with our stakeholders. Stakeholders is the people that actually care about the project getting done. Maybe they're waiting for a particular product to launch or maybe they're another team that needs our team to finish our work by this day so that they can launch something else, Uh, updating them on the situation and giving them realistic expectations about the project timeline. Yeah. (laughs) This seems a very professional. So he's able to give the timeline and say, Oh, okay. It was supposed to be done Friday. Well, uh, actually, because, you know, because of some setbacks, uh, I'm going to give you a new update instead of this Friday, it's going to be next Friday instead. And then uh, remain transparent and proactive in my communication throughout the process. So transparent means you're not hiding anything. You're honest about it. Proactive means you tell them even if they don't ask you. Uh, For example, uh, maybe if you had some delay and it's instead of Friday, it turns to next Friday. And then you have another delay and it's going to turn into next, next Friday. Then you tell them anyways. You say, hey, sorry, uh, I need to give you an update. It says here in the end, we were able to complete the project on time and to a high standard. So high standard is like high quality, despite the unexpected setback. This experience taught me the importance of remaining calm under pressure, communicating effectively, and delegating tasks strategically to achieve successful outcomes. Yeah, so this is like extremely well-written, I think. Uh, sorry, not... Cha <laughs> GPT-san uh, is very, uh, very, 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 very well-written here. This is picky." This is almost completely perfect. Uh, it's definitely the best submission we have for this. So again, uh, the question was, uh, uh, tell us, tell me about a time when you resolved the stressful situation. And we only had two submissions here. It looks like uh, Christian-san from California did not submit here, but we only have two submissions from Kian from the UK. And we also have here Cha-GPT-san from, uh, I don't know where it says, I think it says uh, Ohm. Own line. Yeah, own line. Uh anyways, どうかな? I am not sure who we're gonna hire, but maybe we should hire uh it see the chow gbd sound, he he didn't give a submission to the previous questions. So I think we have to disqualify him. And uh his we actually don't know anything about this guy. He in his essay he didn't write anything about his you know personal stuff. He just talks about being a project manager, very professional, but we don't actually know. This story. In fact, it might not even be a human. Uh, maybe it got auto-generated online from some chat GPT on, on something. Hmm, どうかな? Uh So I think we should hire Kian. Yeah, so today we're gonna hire Kian. What do you think? Uh, let me know. Well, anyways, I guess that's it for this episode. Again, sorry I had to wait so long to hear another episode, but next time hopefully I can come up with something じゃね! Okay, so actually I just got back a really funny answer. So just a quick explanation. That answer from chatGPT, GPT, that's just ChatGPT. It's a really famous AI online. Chat.openai.com slash chat. It's free. Anyone can do it, but you need to create an account. Anyway, so before I got that answer by saying I asked ChatGPT, tell me about a time when you resolved a stressful situation. And then I actually asked I actually asked ChatGPT Tell us a little bit about yourself and why you want to work for Saizerea. And rewrite it using very limited vocabulary and keeping the sentences very simple. I wanted a sort of easier response because the, the first response about being a project manager, it was And then uh, over here, I got it. I got the response here, okay? I'm going to try to read it, and I try not to laugh. It says here, Me, John, I study business. I like Caesaria. Caesaria has good food, cheap price, and happy customers. Saizerea grow big. Me want help. Me good at talking, working with others, and solving problems. Me want learn more and do good work. Food industry good. Saizerea good. Me want work for Saizerea, make food good and cheap for people. <laughs> and that's that's the final answer from ChatGPT. And that would have been ChatGPT's response to tell us a little bit about yourself and why you want to work for Saizerea. Uh,でもね, this podcast is already getting kind of long, so so come on So we'll end it here. All right. Thanks, everyone. Talk to you next time.